And why'd he make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Got a smile when I say that shit. And we are live. We are live. Here, I'll put this right down here. Mm-hmm. So I, I originally met you from the Australians whenever they were going here. Oh, yeah, I remember. Zach and Harry? <laughs> Zach, I remember. Those guys are crazy, man. Were you closer? Here, I'll put the mic closer to you. Did you get closer with Zach or Harry? Uh, I would say I was just... Uh, they were both on the same level for me. Okay. Yeah, because I at first at first I met Zach. You know, Zach is the is the outgoing one, always wanted to make friends with people and Zach, stuff. Zach, uh, Yeah, he was like, you know, yo, come on, let's go eat together, you know. So we were in Hutchins. Uh, come on, let's go for dinner. And I just came along with him and then I met Harry. Okay, you know? okay. So but I feel like, you know, it was always the same. Whenever I see Zach, hey, where's where's Larry, you know? I totally. See. Yeah, they they moved like in a group, mm-hmm. and everybody associated them together. Exactly. And they hated that. They hated <laughs> that, dude. So yeah, it was it was it was cool. So have you have you met a lot of like international students going here? Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Is I mean, since I I stopped staying in the dorms, I haven't really met a lot of the other, you know, international students like people like Larry from Australia or some other country in Europe. But like Africans, you know, I always see them everywhere. So, so are are people from Africa? Are they kind of like are they like different depending on the country? Yeah. Uh, really? Oh yeah. Very different. Yeah. When I when I see someone when I hear an African talk, I can tell pretty much what part of Africa he's from. Like what part? As in like like. Like you can tell what state, or you can tell like, oh, he's up north, or he's yes. he's on the east. Yeah, okay. I can tell if if the person is from North Africa, or South Africa, or West Africa, okay, know, or East Africa. That's crazy. Even to me. By by the like sometimes by the look you can even tell. Okay, but, but it's not like it's like that's hit and miss, you know. That's like hit and miss, but you can also tell from the looks. Where was he, your other buddy? Sorry to, sorry to cut you yeah. off. Where was he from? Dude, he is huge, Tao, man. Yeah, he's he's from Nigeria, too. Okay, he, okay, that's where I thought. Mm-hmm. I wasn't positive. We're from the same country. Do you, did you guys know each other back home, or did you meet nope. here? He I'm is like, big. You're a big guy, but he is, <laughs> he is like, huge, yeah, man. He's, he's, he's a fucking monster, man. He is. He is. is. I know. Fucking huge. Is he fast? I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've really, I've not really watched him play football because every time, like all through the semester, I've been working weekends. So whenever they have a game, I'm at work. Okay. You know, and last semester, I was watching football games, but he wasn't playing because he was injured for the year. Oh, really? Yeah, but from so he I, came here to play football. Mm-hmm. Okay. He came here, you know, went through high school, some part of high school, college, playing football. So good for him. You know? What's like the dominant sport in Nigeria? Uh, come on, you should know that by now. Is it soccer? It's soccer, man. Hey. <laughs> you should know that by now. Okay. Soccer is like, you know, when people when 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 I go to the field, people see me, see how you know, cause I'm a big dude, and they be like, you know, you're not supposed to play soccer, and I'm like, soccer. Well, we went up to the fields and played that one day. Yeah, soccer is all all like we play back home. Okay. Know? So there's no other sport except What position soccer. are you? I can I can play uh okay, my favorite position probably be centre back. 
because I like to. I got my water over here. Okay. I'm still listening. Yeah, because I like to just sit back and like read the game, and then I like to pass the ball. So I like to be, you know, center backs are like they are like in a position of comfort, and they stay from the back. There's right. so much pressure, and then they distribute the ball. So you can you can read the game pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I like to play center back so that I can just sit back and read the game and give a pass. That's cool. And I like to play long balls too. That's why I like to play center back so that I can give a looping ball. Right, right. Behind, you know. So you get the vision. Yeah, that's that's what I like about center back as well. Is you. You kind of well, one you anticipate the like the attackers, mm-hmm. but then you can also like once you stop them and you, you kind of you can you whenever you're not on the ball, whenever your team's attacking, you kind of get the vision of where you see everybody everything. else exactly. Totally, you see totally. everything. So if you can pick a pass from center back, you can you know you can just take a pass all the way over, skip everyone. Yeah, to yeah. The that's, that's honestly that's the difference between a good center back and a decent center back. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the ones that are able to help out the attack as well. That's a that's a well-rounded. Those are the best. I mean, Sergio Ramos, are you a fan of Sergio oh, Ramos? Yeah, he's he's very good. He's amazing. I, I don't dude. like him because he he there was there was this season where he was supposed to come to Manchester United and he was trolling us. Are you a Manchester United yes, fan? I love same, Manchester United. same. He was trolling us. He 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 was never gonna come, but he was like stroll. He was like, you know, trolling us for a new contract at his at his club. Uh-huh. So there was speculation saying, oh, he's gonna join Manchester United, and I was getting all excited. And next thing we know, he signs a new contract, a bumper deal, huge like. Uh, he so got a mad. huge pay rise. So I felt like he just used us. He just used Manchester United as a means to like get a better contract for himself. Oh, uh, okay. So that okay. should really piss me off. But he's an excellent defender. No, absolutely. He's excellent. And an attacker. Like he's he's a clutch. Like in the box on corners, he is probably the most clutch. Yeah. Maybe maybe just in general in the entire world, honestly. Like like attackers and defenders. Honestly, no, he's, he's good with the head. Oh yeah. He can attack the ball. I know that. Like, oh, he's he's very. You know, Real Madrid have like the. The players that everyone wants to have in their team, you know, like the Holy Girl. They they've been the team for the past few years. I mean, they've won the Champions League the past Twice. few years. Yeah. Crazy, that's crazy. No one, no one, in recent times, no one has won that competition like consecutive because of how difficult it is. You play with the best teams, uh-huh. you know, and they did it. So it's. So wait, what? What's the name of? Because uh, you were telling me last time. Because we, we talked in the library. We ran into each mm-hmm. other for the first time this year, actually, True. Uh, a few weeks ago. And you were telling me that the rainforest in Africa is like like you've been there before. It's by your house, right? Okay, this, what else? This is how it is uh, in, in, in Africa. Wait, wait, I got a glow. Oh, good. We got a glow, baby. Good. So, uh, here so, we go. so you, see this, you see this center line? Yeah. Is this the equator? Let's, this isn't accurate, but if you if you Google on your phone, you probably like whenever it says zero degrees, that's where the equator is. I don't know, like I can't really see it on here. Okay, it says so, equator right here with this. Okay, this line. Yeah. So exactly. Okay, this is it. Zero zero degrees equator. So everything on here, like there's a there's a range. Let's right. say, let's say the range is this big. And everything within this range is 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 what you call the rainforest, the tropical rainforest of really? the world. That's why within this range, that's why you see the Amazon in Brazil. Right, right. In this range, 
and the range also cuts across on Nigeria. This is where Nigeria is. So in in I know in um, the Amazon it's like a real problem right now. Like we're cutting down for agriculture so that we can produce more cows and produce mm-hmm. more meat. Mm-hmm. And is is that a problem over in Africa as well? No, it's not. It's not really a problem in Africa because uh, in 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 Brazil the Amazon that's that's huge. That's the that's the center of the rainforest. It's not as much as it is in in nigeria okay okay so like with nigeria you, you have to, i know that's the most notorious one yeah that's that, that's that's like huge you know nigeria you see this nigeria like if you divide nigeria in like three parts uh-huh. you get this side is where you have a, a lot of the rainforest where they go to cut the timber and stuff right so towards the middle it gets dry towards the middle part of the state this whole place, it fluctuates just like Missouri. You know, okay. It fluctuates between hot and cold, depending on how the the wind blows and everything. Then up here, yeah, I know about that ooh, Missouri weather. Up here is fucking dry, man. Really? All everything up here is so dry, and you see this. This oh, is Niger. This is like a desert area. All so, of Niger is? Yeah, not not like all of Niger, but there's a desert separating Niger and Chad and this and uh, Nigeria, these three places. So uh, it's called the Sahara Desert. It's just around oh, okay. this area. So the wind, the, the the wind from the Sahara blows into Africa. Really? It blows into Nigeria. Sorry, and and that's why this place fluctuates. Between oh, I hot bet and that cold. gets intense. I bet those winds, like, do you, it's, do you it's, know? It's dry. Right. It's like it's like when you when you breathe it, in, you can cough. That's how dry it is. Cause I, I've I've been to like the northern part of Nigeria only once, uh-huh. and when I went, it wasn't it wasn't like the summer, so it wasn't as not like the summer, but you know it wasn't during the extreme weather in Nigeria. Cause the extreme weather in Nigeria is is during the winter time in America. Okay. Like when when you guys have winter, that's when our weather is like extreme. Right. So this place I went to the the place I went to is just right on the border of of uh of Nigeria and when I went there the was, border between Niger or between Yeah between Chad. Ni- no the border between Nigeria and Chad. Right okay. right around here. It's called Bruno State. Bruno State. I keep personifying Chad as like a like a douchey guy. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> no, but it's a very like nice a douchey state. guy with like he pops his collar. <laughs> So yeah, like when I went there, it was like during the fall, fall season. Right, right now, like before winter, during the fall. So it wasn't as terrible. But whenever you you feel the wind, it's always dry and you know and very very dusty. Okay. And sometimes, you know, the the hot wind blows all the way across the country to oh, the southern the part. Entire, really? Yeah, to the southern part. You know? So how do you ha- do you have to wear like a face mask to prevent the dust or I mean, people people over here have uh-huh. to. Some people over here like let me tell you how it is, you know, people these people have lived all their lives in this condition, so they're basically used to it. Okay. You know, so some of them might not need a face mask. But I know that, you know, back home some people would put like a handkerchief, you know, on the nose. I try to cover their nose. I've never seen anyone. Well, I'd be worried about my eyes as well. Wear a face mask, you know. Yeah, just like like I, I wear like a paintball thing. Have you, have you ever been paintballing before? Yeah, I've never been paintball. But I know what you're talking about. Okay, like okay. Face. That that would probably prevent it pretty well. 
but I just need it. It's not. It's not like the weather isn't as bad as like in Saudi Arabia where there's like you know I don't know if you've seen one of those movies they did in Dubai. I can't remember nah. where there was like a huge gust of wind. I think it's a uh, Tom Cruise's movie. Was the he has a Tom Cruise? Has Is it older or newer? Newer. He has like what's the Tom Cruise has a bunch of movies he always does. I can't remember the name. Uh, Honestly, I'm not very familiar with Tom Cruise movies. I know he's like he's like the pinnacle of stars. Like in yeah, he has a he has a like he always makes. I can't remember the name of the movies he always makes. Like he consistently. Probably uh, movies about Scientology. It was like action. I can't <laughs> really remember the name, but in one of those movies, there was like. It was in South. It was in Dubai, and another point, it was like a, a desert storm coming in, and it was crazy. Right. So well, I bet the Middle East gets even worse. Yeah, that's Africa. what I'm exactly. You see, all the way up, it gets dry. Right. You know, the Middle East is so dry because of the they're away from the equator. Okay. You know, the equator is where the rainforests are all around here. You know, but and I feel like the more the more you get towards the the edge. Of the world, like towards this side, mm -hmm. the cooler I guess because in South Africa, absolutely, it's, it's much colder. You will like it there, really. You like like, like South Africa, yeah. You will love South Africa because okay. the, the temperature is some parts of South Africa is hot, but some parts of South Africa is so cool. It feels like a temperate region, you know. Really, yeah. Especially the parts, that yeah. That is pretty far south, the, exactly. You know. So the the farther north you go, all these places are like freaking hot. So man. what do you think about the humidity of Missouri? This is a pretty humid state. Yeah, I mean, do you like it or? It's, it's uh, the problem I have with it is because I lived in in Lagos, and where I lived, I'm not really accustomed to. I mean, there's heat. Like Lagos is hot. Right. But this place is like hot and irritating at the same time. Sometimes, you said it's hot and it irritates? Yeah, sometimes it irritates me, like, you know. Oh, your skin, you can like, feel it in, Yeah, you can feel it in your skin. Oh. You know, you can feel how hot it is in your skin. I mean, so I know, like, like where it's, like, really hot, like the Middle East, they got to cover any exposed skin. Is it kind of the same there? Well, I, you know, I don't really know. I've never been to the Middle East before. Oh, I mean, I mean like, in Africa, in Nigeria. Oh, you mean, like, in the northern part? Yeah, the sun yeah. is 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 You got to cover similar. Like um, actually, the northern part of Nigeria is occupied by mostly Muslims. Oh, really? So they also do the same thing. You know, it be it may be because of their religion. Do the cultures clash? Something. I mean, yeah. Like there's always a little bit of tension in Nigeria. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard of Boko Haram. Heard of what? Boko Haram. It's, uh, Never heard of that. It's like it's just like you know, Al Qaeda or one of these. Extremist groups. Oh, really? So it's like a branch of, uh, oh, like yeah. another ISIS, ISIS another... and stuff. Exactly. But I mean, uh, in recent times, they've been they've been removed from Nigeria. Like good. They, they've good. all fled to the to the northern parts, like mostly Niger, uh, Chad, and I think some part of Cameroon. Okay. So. Yeah, but there's always a little bit of is, tension. Is sex trafficking bad there? Or was it bad whenever uh, they were there? Uh, well, yeah, it was it was bad. There was this one time they kidnapped like a hundred and something kids. Like they went to, you know, in the northern part of Nigeria, they always have schools. And these schools are like, 
all-girls schools, all-boys okay. schools. So they went to an all-girls school uh. and they kidnapped like a whole class of like a hundred and something girls. Dude, and, that's and, just, and, that'd be yeah. traumatic for the rest of your life. Like exactly. regardless if you live or die. It was bad. Oh my goodness, nobody deserves to go through that. It was, it was horrible. A bunch of them, so according to what we had, got pregnant, you know. It was just a horrible, all-around horrible situation. Oh. You know, so there's always tension. But we, we, we that live in the South, we never really... It gives me the chills, man. Mm -hmm. That's repulsive. It's horrible. That sucks. Like, could you imagine, like, bearing labor to another man that just raped you? That's that's terrible. That's oh, that's as bad as it gets, man. Actually, uh, my mom was born in Tripoli, Libya. Really? Yeah, because uh, my grandparents were in over I where I don't know exactly where in Italy, but they were up in Italy because my grandpa was a spy for the U.S. and I I think he was spying on Russia. I want to say during the Cold War. Hmm. And he, he tested in to the top half of the 99th percentile for whatever this, um, like, he, he would basically hear Morse code, like the beep, boop, 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 beep, beep, yeah. hear that in, type it out, and, like, pretty much translate it. And then somebody else would come from another room and rip the paper off. So he said, like, times would get really tense. And, um, like, somebody, like... Like he might he might be typing out and kind of knows what's going on, and then somebody runs in, grabs the paper, runs back to the other room. But that that'd be crazy to live during the Cold War like mm -hmm. that, especially being a spy. That's you'd, insane. You'd be scared for yourself, man. <laughs> but for whatever reason, they had to they they had to give birth, or my grandmother had to give birth. Not not they. Uh, my grandmother had to come down to Tripoli, Libya, for some reason to give birth. Hey, yeah. Well, it doesn't look too far, though. I know I've had a few friends go to Morocco. I don't know much about Morocco, but like the I've had friends study abroad over in uh, Europe, and then they always end up going to Morocco. Yeah, that's probably because it's so close. Okay. You know? Like most of North Africa, people, people, most of people in North Africa always end up going to Europe because of how you know the proximity is so close right. to each other. You know. That would, be, that would be a cool culture. I mean, I don't know much about Morocco, but, like, you get the African culture, but then there's a, Euro, a sense of European distilled within them as well. It's mm -hmm. like a I, – I'd, I'd assume it's a kind of culture clash that works in harmony together, like, in, in its own way. I think so, too. Like, I kind of found its equilibrium between the two. Yeah, I think so, too, because I've, like, I've always heard sometimes, like – like it's a little bit better in North Africa, you know. Even when you look at the, you know, the disease rate and everything. Really? Yeah. The standard of living is a lot better in North Africa compared to West Africa. Okay. So it's just it's, it's kind just, of a shame, honestly. Like it's the world we live in, though. Libya is a very, very. It's a very, like, it's a very, I mean, in Africa, it's one of the leading places to be, you know. So it's, what, it's a lot better than... Just out of curiosity, what's your, um, what's your biggest complaint about Americans? Or, like, like our culture or something you picked up on? I will not get offended. Say whatever you want. Hmm. Like, something that just you, you just don't like about Americans. Like, just a complaint. 
Probably the food. Food? Yeah. That's what the Australian said, too. Like, like Zach was getting sick all the time, man. Like, he would he'd come, he'd eat that at the dining hall here and just be up in the toilet for, like, hours. And I, I never understood that. Is it just lower quality? It's not really quality. It's just, like... You've it's, like, it's like high calorie and <clears throat> it's like too much oil, <clears throat> too much oil and you know like what what especially people like Zach, they're probably he's probably accustomed to like Mediterranean diet and stuff. Oh, and that's that's more like lean, right? Mm-hmm. And like back more vegetables, in, probably exactly back in Africa, we 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 lean towards eating rice, you know, beans. Um, not a lot of meats. Really? Yeah, not so you, not, your not protein as much comes meat. from the beans, huh? Your protein yeah, our comes proteins from... come from beans. Okay, maybe eggs. I mean, we eat meats too in Africa, but not not as much as you guys. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Meat is like it's like a food here. Well, it's you it's know? a it's a virus, honestly. <laughs> I mean, that's a problem. That's that, I mean, that's the exact problem with uh, why all the cows and we were just talking about earlier with the Amazon and why they're tearing it down. And also, cows, whenever they burp, they create something called methane, which is like, I think it's CH4, which mm-hmm. is the equivalent of like, I don't remember. I, I'm going to butcher this for sure. But uh, it, it's the equivalent of like 28 carbon dioxide uh, molecules. Wow. Like, it basically, basically, in short, it it's much worse for the environment. Like, one molecule of methane is much worse for the environment. Like, much, much worse than just one of... Uh, or the equivalent of, I don't know. It, it, it's no, like I, I, yeah. I think you're right. You get the point, right? I think methane is one of the greenhouse gases that they are trying to reduce. What is it? Methane. Like, yeah, I think it's part of the greenhouse gases that you know the greenhouse gases. They're trying to control the number in the environment so that we can sustain the environment. I'm not so sure, but I think so too. And it's uh, yeah, it's definitely not working together. I mean, something like the rainforest that creates so much oxygen for the world, and and for Brazil. And then you're cutting down those trees that are creating oxygen and replacing them with more methane from the cows. <laughs> yeah. Kind of ironic. <laughs> this is crazy, but you know. Yeah, it's a crazy world we live in, man. It's and it, it, you're you're a lot more well traveled, I'm sure, than I am. I've I've only been in the U.S. I've been to Jamaica when I was like two, but I've my my goal is to visit 30 countries by 30 by my 30th birthday. So I'm 22 now. So you have eight years, man. I got eight years, <laughs> and I'll probably knock it out in like like one or two or three or something. Mm-hmm. If I had to, if I had to guess, I'll probably hit a lot of countries. I'll probably hit Europe and hit like fifteen in a very short amount of time. Yeah, but, no. Once you once you if you get to Europe, you easily cover like you know five, six, seven countries. Totally, in totally. Like two, three days or something, because <laughs> they're so like you know close to each other. What's what's a continent you would want to go to? Like like if you could if you. So you've been to the U.S., you've been to Africa. Mm-hmm. I'm from Africa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's actually Europe. I'm not, I don't, That's where I I don't even need to think because I, you know, I've always, I've always, it's just like, you know, America is like the, you know, the Holy Grail when it comes to getting the best education, you know, and getting quality stuff when it comes to, you know, quality of education here compared to every other place are you so are you grateful are you extremely grateful to be here oh yeah like i mean 
I can only imagine. I, I when I like it since I came here, I, like opportunities has been opening up for me. Even though it's not that easy, but I mean, still I can't complain, you know. And I've been doing, I've been doing better for myself since I came here. I mean, you're I, a hard worker, man. You're yeah, a hard worker with school. I respect yeah, it. You know, so I like it here. It's, it's cool, and you know, there's there's like there's like a lot of you know, like Europe is just. The only thing I don't like about America is the is is the time difference. Uh, wait, wait. What do you mean by that? Because I'm so I'm like we're back in Nigeria, we share very similar time difference with Europe. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it's so much easier for me to watch my European soccer and everything. Totally. And then I come here and I have to watch my soccer in the morning. I mean, I'm adjusting, but that's just if I can <laughs> say, okay, can I, yeah, can I change something? That's what I'm gonna change. Right, right. But it's always nice. It's a different culture, you know. Yeah, because the the EPL games are typically like Saturday mornings, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like over there, it's like Saturday evening. Okay. The, the back home, we we want to sit down and open a, a you know a can of beer and, and watch a soccer match in the night. You right, know? right. Just chill with your buddies. What do you think? What's the what's the difference between like beer here? Like, is it better quality beer here, or do you prefer African beer? Oh man. Or Nigerian oh, beer. I Me, mean, first of all, I'm not a beer person, but me neither. Uh, the the beer you guys have here, the ones I've tasted. You like, probably if like I had a guess. Being being in college, you've probably had, I'd assume, uh, see Natty Light, Bud Bud Light, Budweiser. Um, what's the other one? So to be fair, cool, uh, something like that, cool something. Oh, I'm not. I'm I'm a terrible person to ask with like familiarity oh. of beers. I mean, I've I've tasted a bunch. I just I hate how uh, bloated beer makes me feel like I, I just I don't enjoy that I don't really have it doesn't I, I have to I probably have to drink so much for to have an effect on me like it just tastes how much do you weigh I'm, I'm like 260 okay okay how, how tall are you uh 63 63 wow wow yeah, yeah you got a good build too mm -hmm. so I have to drink so much alcohol like so much beer before I can feel like it I don't even like it man like back home yeah. beer back home is a lot stronger than the beer here oh really yeah this one what here tastes like water I don't know why it's too light what do you think that is I don't know that's weird I honestly don't know maybe they want you guys to buy buy more, buy so, more, more. so you can drink more because back home I have some, there's some type of alcohol back home. All, all I just need to give you is just a bottle, a big bottle. Uh -huh. Just just, just have a go at it, you know. If you finish that and then you think... You'll you can, feel it, you'll you, feel yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, you know. You take like one, two, you feel it. But here you have to drink like five, ten cans before you can even yeah, start yeah. feeling the effect. You know? And it, it's not even that, like, like, I like that instant gratification. It's, I, I did when I was younger, but now I've matured a little bit. And I would say, I'd say if there's anything, I like, my go-to drink, it, as of lately, it's been wine. Do you fuck with wine at all? Oh, yeah, I mean, I drink wine, but I'm not really a wine person. Me, I just like vodka. Just give me vodka. Give me, uh, you know, an energy drink, Red Bull or something. Right, right. Soda. I'm good. See, so like back of the Red Bull. Oh yeah. 
What about what? Jaeger uh, bombs. Yeah, you bombs. Yeah, that shit is. You don't like Jaeger bombs? I mean, I would, I would do it, but man, that shit is. I don't. It's strong. I don't it's like, strong. I don't like rum because you know all rums are like they're on a different level, you know, and yeah, the aftertaste. Yeah. I like the aftertaste of vodka because. Uh, vodka, is, vodka is clean, exactly. It's Very clean. clean. So wh whenever you put like a soda or a Red Bull, you instantly taste. I like, it's I like, just like, like you're drinking alcohol. Like vodka Sprite. Vodka Sprite. Exactly. Yeah. Vodka Sprite. You you just taste the Sprite and then the alcohol is going down. It's like a perfect mix. Yeah. But with rum, you take it in and you have a bad aftertaste. I don't like mm -hmm. the aftertaste of rum. You know what I like about vodka is one. I, you kind of get this with a lot of hard alcohol, but. Uh, like the the at the after feeling of the shot, like the internal feeling, you know, the, the it just heat. like overcomes you. The heat. Oh, I love it. I the love bomb. that. It's probably doing just terrible things to you internally, but it, it feels I mean, good. It does. I mean, I know whenever the weather is cold like this, you know, you appreciate the heat more. Right, when right. The weather is cold, you know, <laughs> it goes down and you like it, you know. So. Yeah. I, it, wait, is there any? Like spot in the U.S. that you've that you plan on visiting? Oh, there's many, man. <laughs> a lot. Have you been to Cali? No. Really? See, I have like my goal is to is to do like a tour of America first. Dude, you can do it, man. I I traveled uh, with with the Australians. I don't know if have I told you this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much from St. Louis all the way to San Francisco, hitting. Everything in between, like all the national parks, Denver, Colorado Springs, Albuquerque, uh, San Diego, Vegas, uh, Los Angeles, San Fran, like all those, including the plane ticket. I did that on like one thousand three hundred dollars. Oh. And so, like, dude, you can make it. And and I didn't have a car. If I would have had a car, if we would have had a car, it would have been significantly lower too. Like you, you can do it, man. You can, you can totally do it. It, like, if if money is the reasoning holding you back, just save up two thousand dollars and you can totally do it. Well, I didn't like, you know, the time that you guys were going. Zach asked me, you know, but then I wasn't. I didn't really have the money. Right. You know, but that's, I didn't have the money either, to be honest with you, man. I didn't. I just made it work. Which I, I'm not saying you do or don't. I, I your situation is different than mine, but. Like, yeah, you you can totally do it. You can do it. No, that's I'm, I I know I'm gonna do. It. I just need to find the time because every time I after I'm, college, after yeah, probably school. when I graduate because I always have something going on all year. And the only time I don't have shit to do uh -huh. is during Christmas. You know, like the, yeah, I'm by then it's so fucking cold. I don't even want to be out. You know. Like you, you don't want to hit like New York in the Christmas time. No way. Yeah. That place like, is horrible. Yeah, it's too <laughs> horribly cold. cold. That would suck, or even like Boston or anything like that. Mm -hmm. that would... Nah. So that's why I just have to find a very perfect summer to do it, you know, so that I can actually enjoy what's out there. But I'm definitely, like, I know that, like, within a couple years, I don't even want to go to Europe because I need to go to Manchester. Manchester? I just, I just need to, I keep saying, one one of these days, I'm just going to pack my bags and just go there for a week and watch a game, come back. Or something. Totally. And actually, if you, I just bought this book. I just, I literally just this weekend, uh, brought it back down here. Mm -hmm. But it's called Vega Bonding, 
I don't know the premise of it too much. I heard about it in a podcast. No, no, I read about it in a book, another book, and the guy recommended it. And this guy basically is a profound traveler. I don't remember his name, but um, he's been like all around the world. And he said that he always took this book with him. And it's pretty much like a practical guide to traveling with very little money. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet personally, so I can't. I've just I've heard very good things about it after I looked into the reviews as well. If it, you're more than welcome to borrow it if you'd oh, like. Sure. I mean, yeah, I will. I will. That's definitely something. I even I actually watch these videos. You know, top ten places to travel with less. That's like cheap places to travel to where you can get, you know, good good like. You know, good work for your money and stuff. Right, right. And I always, I always watch all that stuff. What were some of the area, like some of the places you could go to? Belcrest, Switzerland, a bunch of places like around. Most what? of them are around uh, Europe. Really? Yeah, but I think India is also one of the cheapest places if you're into like. Uh, Probably a lot of Asia too. Yeah, if you if you're into Asia. India is probably a very cheap place to go where you can actually I met a girl recently who traveled. I forget. I didn't ask her. I, I met her, like, one night. I, I haven't seen her since. And so I didn't really want to ask her how much she spent. But it seemed extremely cheap. But she, she went to, like, every country over in Asia. And she said the conversion rate, like, for, like, Vietnam... It's just insane. Like one dollar will get you so far. Like it's like that's, sixty-eight thousand or something. That's exactly where I'm driving at. Like because of the, because of the 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 currency differences. Uh huh. So it's a lot cheaper if you have like like maybe one or two thousand dollars, and you change that to the Indian, you know, rupees or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you get more money. And it's a lot cheaper for you to travel there. That's that's what's appealing to me about those countries is like the only reason I would ever go to, like I'm I'm a lot more attracted personally to like a place like Europe, but I think it'd be really cool to go to Asia because you could like like you said like two thousand dollars could get you all over Asia. I'm assuming it could get you all over Asia. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about all over Asia, but that's going to get you a very good vacation, you know. Totally. For totally. an extended period, you know. <laughs> and you would learn so much. Mm-hmm. You would learn so much. But, you know, that's the that's the thing. You, know, you just have to have a passion for maybe something in, in Asia. Me, I don't really... Asia is not really my strong place. That yeah. I mean, it's okay, but I really... I want... The Europe yeah. is the place for me, you know. That's like, I is, agree. You know, is the place for me. I don't know Manchester. Which, which, what country? What country in Asia? I mean, China. I don't even. I don't really fancy Asia. If I'm being honest, it's just. I, I honestly, I didn't. I didn't really have much attraction to it until literally that girl. Just that 15 minute conversation with this girl like changed my entire perspective, and I was like. I'm going there. I'm going to Asia at some point in my life. Like, but I, I get what you're saying. Like, it, it doesn't seem too appealing, but I mean, it's, it's the like, culture shock would be insane. Yeah, it would be so crazy. much different, especially for you, because you're like, you know, you you're American. You haven't really been to like other countries. Like, the culture change would be huge too for me, but it's not really something that I'm not accustomed to. I know that if I go to China. The food is not gonna be so different from what we eat because we all grow rice, you know. Right. In Asia, in Africa, we all grow rice. They eat a lot of rice in China, you know. In India, too, the same, you know. 
Even Indians are very close with Africans because we use very similar spices for our food. Oh, really? Yeah. The other day I went to an Indian restaurant and I was like shocked with the kind of food that they had because it was so similar. Really? Really? It was so similar to this kind of shit that I, I would eat, you know. Wow, they're so they're not even close either. See, my my attraction with um, with Asia would probably be number one would be Japan, but uh, Thailand would be cool. China. I'm assuming the conversion rate with Japan really isn't that significant. No, it's gonna be almost the same. Yeah, if no more. But I don't know why you want to go to Japan. Like they all they have is like industrial shit. They don't really have like. Really? I don't know if they will, if they will have like stuff that you can see and all that. I don't know much. Like I I'd assume I've I've seen pictures of Tokyo and it looks really cool. I mean it's like a business place. Like everything going on. Crazy. Very fast paced. Yeah, business. That's what I think. If I would go to uh, Asia, it's probably going to be Thailand. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thailand does seem cool. I, I started doing Muay Thai oh, this summer, which is a Malaysia. form of martial arts, mm -hmm. and that derives from Thailand. Right? Thai, it's in the name. Mm -hmm. in Actually, Thailand, Malaysia. I read a book about uh, this guy from Japan. I forget his name, but he was fighting some war, and he ended up like camping out this place for like for years after after the war was over, thinking the war's still going on. He he would just hang out like in the woods and. Uh, like it, like attack people basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Hmm. Oh. Well. Yeah. He, he. But then he ended up. He ended up um, coming back to Japan like years later, and he like hated what Japan had turned into because like the Japan that he was fighting for, that he spent his entire life fighting for, that a war that wasn't even going on, um, was like a very like noble. Very uh, traditional Japan, and then he came back, and it like it was changed. yeah, industrial. I didn't realize there was such a quick transition. I think this was in the early 1900s to like maybe the 40s or the 50s, something like that. I think after the the Hiroshima or whatever bomb that was released there, yeah, that like probably changed the huge, huge turnover. Everything changed. It's crazy yeah, that like like the country that I live in, the country I love. Like, one out of the, they they dropped a nuke on another country. That's crazy. Like that's crazy that humans do that to each other. It's also crazy to think that there's somebody smart enough to make an atomic bomb, and then there's somebody dumb enough to actually use it. True. It's a paradox. It's a huge one because I'm like, you know, why do you have to kill other people? It's just. Man. I, I, I'd love to imagine a world without war, but realistically, it's just not. <laughs> like, like realistically, there'll probably be a massive war in our lifetime. I mean, if you ask most people, they're probably going to tell you the same, too. It's not even that I'm, I'm an optimist. I'm definitely an optimist, but hey, I, I don't know. It sounds pessimistic. <sighs> uh, I definitely don't want to stay in Canada. It's not in Canada? Too cold, man. Too cold. I only just realized now that like America is so further up, like it's a what? America is is even close to the like to the extreme extremities of the of the earth. 
So that's why some part of it is cold. If that makes any sense. That's why it gets really cold up yeah. north. Absolutely. And I guess that's why Mexico is so hot because it's even closer to the to the that region. Does the there. Tropic of Cancer go through Mexico? Yeah, it does. Yeah, Mexico is extremely dry, from what I've been told. That's not really a country I have much interest in either. <laughs> I think I've already asked you this, but. Do you, so I know whenever you go from like the U.S. over to Africa, you have to get a lot of shots. Is it the same, like vice versa? Um, okay, like if you are if you are an American and you're going to Nigeria uh-huh. or to Africa, you have to get shots. You have to get the shots that are going to prevent you from getting the disease. Uh-huh. Let's say, for example, uh, hepatitis C. There's an there's a hepatitis C um, um, antivirus that it gives you as a form of preventing you from having the disease when you go to Africa. So when you take it here, you like go to Africa, you all you just have to do is stay away from the you know from I think hepatitis C is transferred by food. You know just adhere to the preventive instruction and you'll be good. But when you're coming back. They are not going to give you like a vaccine or something. What they are going to do is test you to see if you got any disease. So they will try to treat you before re-entering to the United States. Okay, okay. So that's just basically how it works. So they're just preventing it from it spreading into the United States. Yes. Okay, that makes because, sense. Because a huge way diseases spread is through uh, across borders, you know. Yeah, totally. Immigration and people traveling here and then you just pick a disease here you travel here spread it out you know so yeah that'll spread real quick mm-hmm. yeah i remember that was a big concern with uh down in south Af- south africa with like the zika virus or whatever like that was a that, that was concern. that was exactly how ebola spread in in africa you know a doctor i was working on ebola patients traveled one person yeah he was working on ebola patients in a different country and then he traveled to Nigeria. Like, sorry, a, a patient or like an individual. He traveled from a country where there was Ebola to Nigeria. And he got sick. Some of the people in, in the aircraft that he was with attended to him got sick. You know, the patient, the nurses and the people that treated him, some of them got sick and died. I think the doctor that treated him died, you know, stuff like that. So really? All it takes is just one mistake. Yeah, just yeah. One mistake. It's so easy to slip up too. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to Are you trying to get out of here, Sin? Yeah. You want You want to end it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally cool. Oh, that was that was forty two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That was a good conversation, dude. I'm, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm happy with it. And, dude, you're always welcome back. And oh, yeah. we should do this more often, honestly. I enjoy talking to you, Victor. Uh, just, I just have to... I just have to find, like, some time, you know. Yeah, where, I feel that. When, like, everything be... Like, the situation will be good so that I can just come around and chill, actually chill with you guys, you know. Absolutely. You're always welcome over, too, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. At For least sure. now, now I know your place, and you know I'll always, I always stop by. You know, you let me know. It's walking distance from campus, yeah. Exactly. You know, I didn't even know it was this close. You know, 
you let me know, hey, we're having something going. You want to stop by? I'll stop by. Totally. Know, We've had a lot of, uh, like, tailgates here. Like, we'll, we'll throw, like, an all-day party. Like, we, we wake up at, like, 5.30 a.m. Or they, they do. I usually I usually sleep in until, like, 6.30. Sleep in. Sleep in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and they'll, they'll start, like, crazy early. But I, I sleep in so that I don't pass out as early into the day. True. True. I mean, yeah, you can always let me know. You know, me, yeah, I'm very. The camera's one of those ones. Ooh. It'll it'll still pick up on oh. here. It's not a big deal. Okay. Yeah, I probably I probably walk a lot. You know, but just let me know if I can make it. I can make it. You know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It was nice talking to you, man. Here we go. That's the end. Thanks for listening. Yeah.